Is this on? Hello all. Welcome to another episode of Is This On podcast. I'm your host Karthi. Today we are going to talk about a very relevant topic for all of us. How to navigate the current job market during this pandemic times. I have my friend here with me on Google Meet Mr. Vignesh Raja. During this podcast episode, you will learn what is happening right now, how to prepare yourself for the future, whether you are a young professional who has stepped into the market or if you are a seasoned professional who's looking to break out. In few minutes, you're going to hear from Mr. Vignesh who has some interesting and unique perspectives on these topics and much more. Welcome Mr. Vignesh Raja. Uh hi, uh, thanks Kathi for having me here. Uh let me give a quick round up about me. Um I am Vignesh Raja. Uh I have been working in the industry for the last uh, 15 years. uh after my graduation from bits pilani uh so i'm a mms or a management graduate uh over the last 15 years i have worked in very many industries my first stint was at frost and sullivan where i had been uh, a research analyst working on understanding the nuances of the market and industry and its dynamics it was a great way to start my career because i was initiated into the world of business and getting to understand the wide variance of how the micro and macro economic world unfolds and post that i've worked in a variety of roles uh, where i got to understand the business and the industry and the industry dynamics uh, unfold in front of me uh so uh like you said uh i have uh, worked in other industry verticals uh like the services industry and there was a very interesting stint in the manufacturing space as well where i got to get a, a ringside view on uh, how the entire manufacturing world or the production world works so that was a great uh insight i was able to build Uh, into my learning repository and the last 6 years i had uh, been working in a e-commerce company uh, which was focusing on the rural markets so interestingly both e-commerce as well as the rural markets were very new to me uh, which which meant i had to really start from scratch uh, in terms of how these industries operate and work and trust me uh, these five or five and a half years have been uh, abound with knowledge where you get to interact from the market in a very many interesting way uh, so i i would say um, uh, the learning was amazing especially uh, when you get to the get to the rural markets or the hinterlands of india where the 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 way business operates is completely different from how the urban industry works uh and uh, so that's a, a query, very quick brief about my corporate careers and uh, from jan 2020 uh, i did realize that uh, i want to step away from the corporate rigmarole and uh, 
ever since I've stepped into the uh, into the world of uh, uh, you know uh, you could rather say uh, the gig economy. So where I uh, uh, have been focusing on training, teaching, coaching, and consulting, and uh, eventually I, I have with me a, a startup which is focused on data analytics, uh, training, and consulting. The company is called as Winfluentials Techno Solutions, and where I take up the role of a, a co-founder and a product head. So Kati, thanks again for having me uh, a feature in your very first uh, podcast. Good luck to you and. Uh, uh, I'm looking forward to interesting times here. Well, thank you, uh, Vignesh. And uh, just a brief about uh, how I know Vignesh. It's maybe it can be kind of a disclaimer here. <laughs> so me, uh, I and Vignesh, I think we both work together in Frost and that's how we got to know each other. And even back then, the one thing I found about Vignesh is that he's a very uh, curious guy. So any topics we we have con uh, we had conversations over the years when we were at Frost and Sullivan, he would always have a very unique perspective of things that that we generally discuss, uh, whether it be cricket, whether it be market, uh, the industry, whatever. So I'm very happy to have you here, Vignesh, and uh, I'd like to get your unique perspective on the, the current uh, pandemic thing that is also happening. So as you know, right, so there has been like a complete turmoil of the entire job industry, not just in India, but across the world, right? I mean, as I, as we are recording this podcast, there are, you know, almost 40 million jobs has been lost in US. In Europe, there have been almost 4 lakh jobs lost since April. And India is also experiencing, you know, uh, unbelievable employ unemployment rate, uh, which is nearly at 17%, right? So with all this turmoil is happening, uh, what what do you think will be or is the current outlook or the job market for in India? Like, what do you think is, uh, do, you, do you see uh, this trend to continue for the next year or so, or do you f see any changes happening in this, in this trend? So Kati, you are uh, thanks for your kind words there and uh, coming to the question or the topic of the pandemic uh, hitting the job world uh, i would say the, the even before the pandemic hit uh, india has been having uh, a tough time where we've been losing jobs um, and uh, the economy numbers have not been too great or to to you know boast about so uh, but but having said that uh, I have a very differential opinion to this entire case uh, because uh, I would like to state or quote some examples here. Uh, if you see what has been happening in the in the entire world, um, especially the, the political war where the US and China have been on loggerheads, uh, it, it so happened that uh, China has been losing out on, uh, you know, not many uh, manufacturing spaces where it is predominantly had a great command over and uh, I'm sure you've been following the news where yeah. a lot of companies have been you know stepping out purposefully um, away or you know stepping out from the, the Chinese regions and uh, not just uh, Indian companies is being uh, both the US and uh, European companies have followed suit so uh, so that's a very very interesting move there mm -hmm. so with, with that happening uh, many companies are, are starting to see India has a great base. 
uh, with India's openness to invite uh, the, the FEIs and the foreign investors, uh, I, I think our government has been quite welcoming on that front. And a lot of companies are okay. definitely considering uh, uh, India to be a great place to, to probably, you know, get their uh, manufacturing base set up. And, uh, and I'm sure uh, people would definitely have been following up on these Chinese apps, which have uh, taken a hit on the, the band as well. So right. which means not just the manufacturing space, uh, even uh, the software, uh, the products have also uh, uh, got a, a shot in the arm. So which means uh, there is a great space for uh, uh, Indian companies to take up the lead in uh, you know leveraging on this. So interestingly, I would like to give an example of how Zoho has been able to uh, you know use the um, uh, yeah. vocal for local. So so I think that's been phenomenal. So I I I, I see that uh, while there's been a very negative uh, uh, you know like a downturn on on the job front, I really see new jobs are being created, and I am quite gung ho that. Uh, the manufacturing sector will definitely get a, a booster. That's, that's my personal view. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I mean, uh, but like you said, uh, in, in the short run, they've been having very, very tough times, especially where uh, uh, because of the, the, the when, when the pandemic hit hard, uh, all the, the guest workers, uh, uh, they had to you know, leave to their hometowns and uh, it's been a very tough time and the SMEs and MSMEs have taken a hard hit. But right. I'm, I'm sure that India will definitely bounce back, and uh, I, I, I think uh, I'm, I'm, while the entire world is having a very negative opinion uh, because of uh, COVID, I'm sure uh, the the market will become much better. Uh, like I said, new jobs will be created, and uh, uh, manufacturing in particular, I'm, I'm sure that we will get a booster. Right. So uh, no, I, I understand. So you're you're talking about the uh, manufacturing space, and you see, uh, I, and we are all seeing this, right? I mean, we are seeing this war that is happening, this uh, trade war that is happening between uh, USA and China, and that's definitely uh, doesn't seem to uh, go away any sooner, right? So that seems to be happening, and it looks like it will continue to happen for another few months uh, until we uh, see what's the uh, you know results that are coming up in US elections. But coming right. back to uh, one particular point that you said, right? So you yeah. see, yeah. You, you're, you're talking about the um, software industry as well as the manufacturing industry uh, getting a good boost, right? Yeah. You know, uh, now you, you mentioned the example of Zoho. Now I have to uh, add another disclaimer here. Is that I am a former uh, Zoho employee, right? And I kind of understand uh, Zoho's, um, you know, point of view. But 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 Zoho is a very unique case, right? Because um, what I feel is like, and I've seen this, and I've, when I speak to other people also, they always seem to pick up these few companies. Like for example, they pick Zoho and they talk about Zoho. But but the point is that Zoho has been like this even before pandemic. Like they have been very vocal for local, um, you know, push. Like uh, they want uh, to sort of improve or um, make it sustainable so that even when such incidents happen, like a pandemic hitting the uh, world over, Zoho is still strong and it's moving forward, right? So. Uh, but that, that's a unique case, right? So that's a uh, that's why they call the SaaS unicorn, right? So that, <laughs> uh, they don't call it for uh, not, right? So uh, that that being said, 
what I'm trying to understand is like, okay, so now that pandemic is here and you're saying there is good opportunities that you see in the manufacturing sector, uh, but India is predominantly, right? So it's been like uh, a, a software-based economy, right? So IT-based economy, right? So um, even though we have manufacturing sectors, which has been uh, contributing to the economy quite well, uh, there has always been emphasis on IT sector. So, I mean, in this time of this uncertainty, what, how, what, what do you see in the IT sector? Like, do, do, do you see uh, people panicking, companies panicking, or do you see um, uh, an opposite trend of it? I mean, to people who have spoken with, what, what do you see? Mm, okay, so that's a very interesting point here as well. Uh, yeah, uh, I will definitely have to uh, uh, accept a view that uh, the jobs or there have definitely been layoffs uh, from the tech companies and uh, companies have definitely been taking a hit. Uh, but like I said, um, it, it doesn't mean that the companies are not re recruiting people. Uh, in fact, what I've seen is um, the the job shift is happening. So I can see that companies are taking up a very differential stance. Uh, so like I said, uh, the artificial intelligence and machine learning and things about data science are becoming, uh, 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 I mean, the, those entire spaces are being accelerated. So while on one side we see uh, uh, jobs or you know people being laid off, mm -hmm. I, can, I, I only see or I observe this as a trend where uh, these companies or you know like uh, new jobs are being created elsewhere so when i say elsewhere i would like to give some more examples um, uh, a digital so so here just uh, think about it for the last two three months uh, people have said that you know like okay everyone has been uh, has got to be working from home so it, it doesn't mean that uh, the companies have stopped to work so it's only uh, 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 the the technology has gone on to prove that uh, even through a remote network or a virtual mechanism, people can still work. And uh, there have been very interesting statistics, which goes on to say that uh, the employees have been much more productive than the times when they would have landed up in office. Can you beat that? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I've, I've seen that similar statistics too. I, I, I understand that, yeah. So, uh, but, but I mean, is it, like if 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 coming back to what I was uh, talking earlier, right? So uh, I understand what you're saying. So you're saying that um, people are becoming more productive than they were before, and uh, um, uh, because of this technological advances of you know Skype and uh, uh, Microsoft Teams and stuff like that. So the companies have able to now leverage those technologies, those tools to sort of drive more productivity, which is fine. But but from in from a job perspective, right? So has the market started to course correct itself? Because I mean, previously we have seen, right? So previously IT industry, it's always been this, uh, and, and predominantly like we have been in the service side of it, right? India right. is known more for its IT services than IT products. IT right. products, you can just like, there'll be very few companies which are doing quite well and have uh, gained uh, notoriety, like Zoho, for mm. example, right? Mm. Um, but predominantly, we have played in the IT services sector. So with the IT services sector taking this broader hit, right? How do you see that? I mean, uh, I mean, there have been instances where people have been laid off. So for example, right? 
uh, the big three, Wipro, TCS, and HCL, has combinedly fired over uh, 9,000 people, uh, employees, uh, or they have let go 9,000 employees, right? Um, even like medium-sized companies have stated, uh, you know, letting go people. Like for example, companies like Hexaware, NIT. Uh, emphasis they have all uh, had to let go people around 1000 people they have to let go because uh, these are all based on billable hours right so how is the how is that like so what does the, if i am an employee of this company right mm. i mean mm. i would be a little bit worried so how would i uh, improve myself or how do i sort of position myself because there is nothing that anybody can do in this situation right the companies right. they have an obligation uh to make it sustainable they have to keep the company sustainable in the long run so they are to they, they have to uh, or they are kind of pushed to the point where they have to take this drastic steps to reduce the workforce and uh, uh you know uh, try to um, make it more uh, uh, easier to run the company right because they have their uh, primary obligation to make it sustainable but as an employee what are the things that one should be doing uh, to sort of navigate through this i don't know what to call this whole <laughs> mess of things right so what what do what do one do in that situation do they search for a job or do they just go ahead and upgrade themselves because like you see there are a lot of advertisements are also happening mm. right you see mm. Uh, mm. there are coaches there are people who are saying that oh you do this course you will get this job in future this is guaranteed because of this pandemic it, the, the job market is going to change the needs is going to change the uh, as it is before pandemic that itself was a big confusion now it has added more it, it's like more confusion right now so how do you, what what is your uh, thinking here uh so, so kartik uh, very very interesting points there but i would uh, like to again uh, quote some very interesting uh, shift which is happening in the industry so uh, because of because of the covid and the entire uh, uh, scenario so i see uh, digitization and digitalization happening in a very big way so uh, i'm sure these are very straightforward terms uh, so a company or a manufacturing company uh, uh, which uh, realized that um sitting from or probably if i were a, a, a manager or a, a, a senior manager or probably a person um um uh, required to visit the factory every day to just get an update so he, that is definitely not going to happen so whereas with all of these iot automation and uh, some emerging tech um we have this opportunity to get as much information um sitting from the comfort of home you know so i think these are very right. interesting times and right. uh, so this is one scenario so like i said i um, as a, a person leading a company um, i will need to be updated on what's happening in the industry so which means there is a lot of new tech which uh, a company which uh, in uh, uh, pre covid times wouldn't have explored starting to explore so this is a very very interesting shift which is happening so adoption of technology Uh, in manufacturing or uh, you know like these industries are happening in a quicker pace and another trend i would like to offer here is um, uh, areas like uh, digital marketing so think about it because of social marketing uh, sorry the the social distancing uh, we see that the typical sales guys or the field force who used to be 
they're on the field so they are completely off or or probably they are there on very limited uh, right. uh, you know the the pgp routes so which means but still the company understands that uh, while i cannot be on the field i still have to reach out and communicate to my customers so that i can beat the market so which means there is a great shift where companies are adopting to digital marketing in a very big way so where companies are putting money i mean the 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 shift has always been happening but at a very i mean very small pace but, uh, but think about it now companies are comfortably putting in as much money towards these initiatives so that they can stay um, uh, quite close to their customers and reach out to their customers um, from wherever they are so i think these are these are very very interesting trends which are happening so coming back to your earlier question on what anyone um, needs to be doing i would say look at these trends and look at how would you want to capitalize yourself i understand that you may have worked on development or or testing or any other industries i would i would still say uh, you got to be aware of what's happening in the space and which area would you want to be skilling yourself up so like i said data science is happening in a very big way so which means uh, are you looking to focus on any of these areas like r python or any of your data modeling tools and get yourself up to speed uh, because i i understand that companies or certain companies also have been hearing that they have been offering uh, either their lnd courses or giving access to courses are free for their employees or at a very sub, uh, you know subsidized cost so that uh, the employees can benefit from them so i would i would really recommend that you go for it try to stay updated on these areas and get yourself skilled up so i think Uh, that's that's a key message i would like to offer here and another point i would also like to uh, uh, you know keep you posted is you shouldn't really panic on it because at the end of the day we are moving towards a world of uh, uh, you know a gig gig right. economy so which means uh, these are very interesting times uh, you you never know whether uh, uh, you know like there, there is going to be a permanent job i mean i'm not going to uh, scare you off but this is going to be the reality now uh, we we have really moved away from the times where our parents or grandparents used to be uh, stepping into a company work there for like 10 years 15 years 20 years 30 years and retire with a pension and then step back home but right. but i think these are dynamic times and i don't foresee this happening anyway in the future and and another thing i would like to let you know is why why uh, would you as an individual working in a company having amazing years of experience why would you want to always look for another job why can't you look for starting something on your own um, I, i mean i'm not saying that uh, anyone everyone can be successful but entrepreneurship is something which can be done in a very big way i think the recent atmanirban initiative by the government of india mm-hmm. has been phenomenal so uh, the companies have been uh, the, the government has been uh, inviting people uh, to to you know be part of such initiatives and like i said the ban on the chinese apps is a open invite and there are limitless possibilities on what could be done right so so you i'm you're hoping watching. i'm making sense there yeah it makes <laughs> i i definitely hope uh, that our readers also are taking notes of this because i've definitely been doing that and it does i mean it does make sense right so you are what you are saying is basically that because of this or this this confusion that is that is happening right now it has opened up lot of opportunities for people so that they can 
if you are in the development phase if you are a developer go and upgrade yourself upgrade your skills in uh, what is happening what is the current trend and then go and upgrade yourself and uh, uh, and also try to um, you know uh, engage within the company itself and uh, try new things so that's that's what that's one thing that you are saying correct yeah. right and and yeah. but one yeah. thing is I'm little uh, i'm little like uh, surprised uh, i wouldn't say surprised but i'm little like i was like what uh, when you talked about the gig eco- gig economy right so um, so mm-hmm. for for the uninitiated what is gig economy can you please explain that uh, okay so uh, like like i said uh, uh, gig economy is where uh, you are given an opportunity and you uh, i mean uh, it's uh, you are given uh, uh, a task or an option or an uh, opportunity to earn money on the basis of the skills you are passionate about and uh, something which you are an expert over so so it uh, it's it's a complete shift from uh, from what uh, you could have done so let's take a very simple example so if you are an amazing programmer companies are looking to cont- offer you a contract job for a, a, a higher pay but the job is not permanent so which means uh, you you will definitely get a, a better uh, package uh, at, but on a contracted time frame but they also give you the opportunity that you can work anywhere as well so which means in a gig economy you can as well have multiple jobs so right. i mean that's right. sound crazy i mean uh, in in a, in a in a in a typical job you hold uh, or you have the opportunity only to earn in one particular company Correct. whereas coming to a, a freelancer or a gig economy on the basis of your skill you command respect you get to earn what you want and uh, you get to you know position yourself as an expert and pitch yourself to the companies and decide which ones you take up and where you would want to offer your services and it also adds uh, added possibility of gaining different kind of experience when one deals with different uh, companies right so you have to uh, sort of understand not just the technical requirements also but also you also uh, learn some managerial skills i i would say absolutely absolutely you know i think spot on uh, kathi like i think yeah. that's a very very important message you're putting in there so so uh, uh, here uh, so which means there is a, a very interesting shift which is happening where you would be recognized as an expert or a specialist in that area and domain and towards making that there are some soft skills you you may want to develop yourself on exactly. so when i say yeah. soft skills these these have these have always been there so uh, if people always talk about communication skills do you have great writing skills i mean these are very very typical things but uh, over and above this i would like to you know point out uh, another very interesting uh, uh, skill uh, are you being uh, recognized in the community where you are so when i say that what is what does your personal branding mean right. to the people around you so so i think that is a very very interesting point and um, it it means a lot um, uh, it gives a great weight to who you are so i i i completely agree i mean it it gives you i mean this pandemic if it has not i mean if it hasn't done so much bad things like it's been it's it has been uh, if it has been uh, not been such a bad disease that it has kind of sh- kind of shut down the entire world 
it also has given us the opportunity to sort of introspect ourselves give us time to kind of pause and think where we are right now in our lives and where we need to go it also has given all those uh, chances for us to sort of rethink our uh, um, you know our values and our uh, careers and what are, what are we trying to achieve and what are we trying to do and things like that while that is all great now one thing i have is for an lesser experienced employee right so for a guy who has just gone into the market or is about to enter into the market for example uh, if you look at the current engineering graduates or not even engineering graduates any graduate who's trying to enter into the job market right now and specifically in india right so they have a lot of opportunities definitely no doubt about it but they can definitely go and do the gig, gig economy they can definitely try it out i mean they are in fact more suited i would say and more willing to do that rather than uh, employers who have been in the industry who have, who have gone through the process of getting recruited and uh, being working on a specific uh, topic or a specific uh, area for 5 10 years 15 years like for them to go to do a shift from that to a gig economy it's it's a like a monumental change for them right it's like a life altering event for them isn't it so how do you see like yeah. should they also do this jump i mean or what what is the path for them for those folks uh, uh well uh, so one one thing which is definitely certain is uh, the ability to stay curious and stay uh, updated on the current, uh, I mean, and stay, I mean, sharpen your eyes. I think that's something which is very, very critical. Right. Uh, so I, I, I would say irrespective of whether a person is a fresher or a person who has, uh, you know, probably like uh, a few years of industry experience, uh, the one specific thing they may, they may want to look at is, uh, be aware on what's happening in the industry. So I think that's a very, very interesting step because many times mm, um, right. we, we see that we see that people um, uh, st- uh, take up a particular role and they, they, they kind of get slotted in such roles. So I, I would uh, uh, really think it might be a great idea for employees to see where they fit mm-hmm. in that organization. So okay. what is their value proposition? So, so uh, like what we have been talking about introspecting uh, uh, in, in their personal lives, it might be a good idea to assess their uh, position in the, in, a, in the company where they operate. So what is the value proposition they are doing and how are they perceived as value creators in the organization? Because right. like I said, uh, uh, what you did mention uh, or picked upon the, uh, you know, like a few years experience, they are you you never know what could happen because if they are they, they've been asked to uh, step out so it's it's going to be a very very challenging position so but the first important thing is the mindset so everything starts right. in the mind so right. i would say uh, in these situations um, i would really urge people to uh, be aware that anything could happen so okay. just come to that particular i mean uh, stay practical stay pragmatic mm-hmm. and be realistic so I, I would say the first step is accept it. I mean, that's the reality because whether uh, you mm-hmm. like it or not, anything could happen and for no fault of yours, but be prepared for it. So are you okay. uh, ready to, you know, take up uh, an alternative 
uh, or, right. you know, like if, if such an eventuality uh, happens. So I think uh, uh, I would say irrespective of the number of experience or either a fresher or a very seasoned campaigner, uh, the mindset, having a very, very positive and driven mindset is something which is very, very important. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I get that. So what you're saying is for the folks who have sort of got entrenched into this kind of uh, position, they should start, they should start thinking and uh, mentally prepare themselves for the, any change that uh, they might foresee in the future. That's, that's what Correct. you're suggesting. Correct. Okay. Correct. Good. Correct. So uh, can you talk about uh, your own journey of starting a company during pandemic and uh, what, kind of experience did you have and uh, what did people say uh, when you met them during your course of work? Uh, I stepped into the space uh, on Jan 23rd. I mean, that's the exact day when I decided to step into this particular space. So which means it gave me almost uh, Jan, Feb, March. So for me personally, uh, it gave me a great uh, level-headedness. It gave me... uh, 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 I mean, uh, working from home, I was I was kind of prepared for it. So, uh, so one thing I have generally seen is when I interact with people, uh, uh, I realize that people. I mean, like when I, when I say uh, with people who've been working in the industry and then suddenly because of pandemic everything changed, I sense that people um, uh, were kind of struck by it because they. Uh, realized that it was something which was very, very out of the normal. So that was something which I sensed and people were undergoing a lot of stress. So while uh, you would have thought working from home was a luxury or, you know, was a lovely thing to happen, but I kind of uh, sensed from the people whom I interacted with, they seemed to undergo a lot of stress. I mean, that's something which was kind of crazy for me. And coming to the industry front, I see that uh, uh, the adopt or uh, moving towards technology was something which was amazing. So uh, we just imagine uh, when you say schools and colleges taking up to uh, the online mode. So that's like crazy stuff. Uh, I don't know whether they would have even believed beyond the blackboards. So I, I, I think uh, I would say uh, the, the pandemic has actually been a, a boon in a very different sense where uh, the technology uh, or adoption to technology was accelerated during this period. Don't you think so? Right. I mean, yeah, I completely agree. I mean, uh, technology uh, a aspect alone has, I feel it has gone leaps and bounds in terms of what uh, could be achieved or what can be done, right? Because previously companies were, um, and this is my uh, perception and from based on what I have seen and what I've read, right? So I feel that companies have been prior to COVID, they have been very reluctant to sort of Mm. engage in these new technologies because they don't know what kind of return on investments they would get. And in addition, how much of productivity increase they would see or how much of uh, um, profitability it would it would generate for them. But right now with all this uh, with this COVID, uh, uh, you know, being from an uh, kind of a theoretical case to actual practical scenario um, uh, co- companies have like gone kind, kind of like full steam ahead and started mm. employing all these new st- news and new tools and technologies which has definitely uh, uh, given scope here I, I completely agree let me ask you so because you said you have interacted with people and 
you have been uh, delivering webinars right uh, mm. uh, on various topics right so what are the kind of like common questions that you generally encounter so what is like sort of the questions that that always you see uh, being kind of uh, asked everywhere anytime uh, so Kati, maybe if you can be a little bit more specific then probably okay. i can so yeah so you, so when you are conducting uh, let's say you are conducting a, a co webinar on uh, let's say uh, one of the topics one of your uh, topics like analytics or uh, you know uh, so what kind of questions uh, so is it like okay let me rephrase the question is it the question that you get asked is more of technical nature or it's more of consulting nature like uh, do they want to understand from you what should they be doing or instead are they asking you which technologies to focus on to to sort of navigate through this uh, uh, pandemic uh, okay, so uh, interestingly, I've seen both sides of it because one side of it, uh, when the students are, or uh, you know people in the industry are there, so you you get to see uh, uh, very interesting perspectives from both sides, from uh, the students or the, the college students uh, or probably people who've been working and trying to skill up. So the key element is uh, which uh, what are the uh, uh, tools and technologies which are to be skilled up. So I think that's a very typical space. Okay. And uh, what could be the typical applications? And on the uh, 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 coming to the uh, company front or the corporate consulting front, so they uh, go about what what would be the impact it would make, and how it, how could it be done? So I think these were the 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 two sides. So effectively, mm -hmm. like what you what you right now asked. So there are both these questions being asked by very different set of uh, target audience. Right. And, and I presume your yours is mostly of college students in nature, right? So it's more of college students who, who attend these webinars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By and large. By and large. Okay, great. Would it make sense for uh, a college graduate who's, who's, let's say, passing out next year, right? Would it make sense for him to... Do, do they is it better for them to do this certificate courses uh, specially tied to this IT industry or should they just focus on their uh, uh, you know vertical and then try to sort of make sense of where IT fits into this and what kind of courses to do because there are like tons of courses out there right so what what would you mm. suggest uh, so, so uh, I, I would say um, uh, technology has kind of become quite pervasive. So, which means uh, you wouldn't believe it. Uh, right. Let me give some very simple example. So, everyone today is talking about technology, analytics, data, and whatnot. So, uh, HR, for instance, people are talking about HR analytics or HR right. 4.0. So, uh, like, likewise, even in the spaces like sales and marketing, people are talking about uh, sales intelligence, customer intelligence, right, and um, how how can uh, data and, and analysis make an impact to the company? So I I see that uh, both elements are equally important. So one, uh, your core area, your industry and domain is something which is uh, very important because at mm -hmm. the end of the day you can't uh, you you have to do complete justice to it. But yeah. having said that, um, you can't 
say that you know like no tech is something which is not for me so uh, in fact uh, i've also been doing uh, some very interesting stuff with the uh, b schools or the the management oh, uh, people okay. so i i see that uh, uh, management people or the, man- the b school students are uh, again uh, they they have a very different opinion saying that okay i'm not going into an it company so why would i want to you know take up uh, right. or want to even understand things related with technology i think that is a very very different thought thought process i i, I that's a very dangerous one as well uh, oh, because okay. at, the, at the end of the day uh, just imagine you may end up becoming a product manager or you may end up becoming a person mm-hmm. who is required to work closely with uh, the clients but still have to understand uh, the technology part of it so so i i would say uh, technology is here to stay Mm-hmm. uh while i i would say you will not be required to go into you know uh, the massive levels of coding and programming uh it is still a very very important requirement for you to understand what technologies are there and what tech can do for industry applications mm-hmm. and what are the pros and cons i think these are these are very very interesting uh, um, uh, areas which any anyone in fact will have to be very much aware and prepared about okay no that's a very interesting answer i mean yeah and uh, you, you are absolutely right i mean people uh, cannot just blindly uh, at least in this day and age they cannot just blindly uh, get into their uh, uh, domain without uh, understanding of how technology is impacting uh, their uh, domain and w- what is what is expected out of them so yeah i think uh, you made a good point there what what would be the best advice you can give to let's say uh, a guy who is who is about to uh, let's say exit out of college and get into the job market or who's already sort of one to two years experience so what kind of a- advice do you want to give uh, to those kind of folks uh so uh, a couple of things here so one is definitely you have to be uh aware on the uh, the skilling part you have to be prepared on uh, the current affairs mm-hmm. and uh, uh, what's happening in the industry per se and you have to uh, also see where you could apply these in real life and uh, over and above i would also say when i did mention about the personal branding it's also equally important that you connect and network with people in a very purposeful manner right. uh, because um, many many times networking again is a very very important life skill and people tend to be missing this out time and again so in fact right. uh, people say that even in a b school uh, mm-hmm. networking is something which people are not really taught so i i would really urge that mm-hmm. uh, people uh, whether uh, they are just uh, stepping into the corporate world or probably people who are already been in the job market uh, to 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 connect and network with uh people because you get to understand and learn from people who mm-hmm. are you know peers and uh, probably who have been there done that and uh, extend your uh, network so i think that's uh, i mean so when you see that uh, i'm not saying that you have to send a linkedin request and add anyone everyone you see <laughs> that's so, uh, <laughs> you know the funny thing that's that's what is that's what is kind of happens right i mean mm. you you see uh, i mean i have seen like uh, request coming in from people unknown to me i mean i have no uh, common ground i have no uh, i've not i don't know them i mean I, but i do get a lot of requests it's like this 
it has kind of for me it sometimes it feels like it is like kind of this funny facebook request like that you, you don't know anybody you just get the request like i mean why why do you want to connect with me <laughs> you know it doesn't make sense yeah yeah no i no, I, i completely agree with you on a couple of points um yeah so people don't really understand uh, how your your profession is networking works and uh, which is where i did mention the term about purposeful networking i'm not saying that go randomly add people no that's not what i did so it, when i say purposeful networking try to see uh, uh, first how can you be a value creator how can you give back to the community and how can you give to the other person so do not always look to see that okay you know what i when i connect with that person i can get a job so i, I think that's a very very wrong mindset uh, try to see how um uh, you know you can offer uh, some exactly. uh, interesting yeah. view to the other person so i think that's a very very important point exactly. uh, because otherwise uh, you'd be seen um, as a, a very selfish person and uh, you may not be much appreciated so and um, uh, i i would uh, really urge that you you send a, a note as to why you reached out and give yeah. some background yeah. so that people understand that you know like okay this is uh why a person is looking to you know reach out and uh, how you will probably you know give value as well yeah it, i mean the, the, you kind of nailed it on the head i mean it it definitely makes sense to me at least when you say that you need to give some context to why you want to reach out to you, me um you know and uh, connect with me why do you want to do that so that is something that is really uh missing i feel because yeah. uh, people sort to sort of tend to uh misuse the tool i mean i wouldn't say misuse Correct. but they wouldn't they don't understand the value of the tool and they just go ahead and uh do this funny random request to uh, people in linkedin so and I, i i this is my theory i think they they generally do this and i i've i've given a lot of thought to it i think they generally do this is because they look at the companies that people work for and <laughs> if it's in their target right then yeah, they immediately yeah. send us a request okay he is working Oops. in this company i want to be in the company <laughs> let me send out that request and let me figure out let let him figure out whether he wants to connect with me or not so Absolutely. if there are 500 people in that company you send uh, invitations to 500 people you're bound to get one acceptance at least and then once you get that accept then you try to push the resume through that and and mm. and and i and this is something that uh, you know i have seen in my in my personal career as well i have seen this work i mean only through social connects you, you are able to actually um uh realistically as well as um uh, more uh, in the sense of like what you really want to achieve right so where you really want to go where you really want to work uh social mm. connect really helps in that scenario when you're trying to mm. get into a certain company and i i have i've seen this personally in my career it has happened to me as well i knew a friend of friend and i asked him to see if there are any openings in in this particular company i've sent the resume to him and he was able to connect me and i was able to get into it right so um mm. in this age while we are not able to venture out uh quite often and uh, we are kind of restricted within our home and we are trying to do this digital outreach how mm. far should the outreach be or how less the outreach should be where, where is the middle ground here no i i think there is no uh, stopping because you i, I mean I, i i i really did not say that you should not uh, network uh, extensively 
uh, it's all about you do i mean uh, my only view is are you doing it in a very purposeful manner are you doing it in a manner which is sustainable so that's about right. it so 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 for instance uh, let's give let's let me give a, a very simple example so if i were to receive a uh, an, an invite uh, right. which is very very curt uh, and i can also see uh, adequate number of um, you know probably mutual connects that's uh, then probably i would consider accepting that invite right. and uh, had 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 there been uh, some uh, groups where i am connected with people so possibly that which means um, there is a match in the way uh, i could possibly get to understand so uh, like i said uh, the, the communities or the groups uh, in the linkedin so i think these are uh, a couple of ways by which people uh, get to uh, you know uh, uh, learn from each other so i right. think uh, i i would not really put in any number or anything uh, mm-hmm. just see to it that you are uh, engaging it in a very uh, a sensible manner i mean i would say uh, common sense is best okay <laughs> okay <laughs> and uh, and uh, as long as you are uh, quite uh, uh, connect i mean when i say um, uh, active in the linkedin in in by offering either um, comments uh, to people's posts and are you being quite active by way of uh, writing some insightful pieces uh, are you giving some very interesting posts Right. Um, i think so i i really don't think uh, a number matters at the end of the day right i mean uh, yeah okay i i i get uh, get what you're saying I, that makes a lot of sense to me at least yeah definitely and i uh, hope the readers are also able to understand uh, this particular point uh, very well um and you you have also been very uh, clear in explaining how uh, people should connect. i think the the best uh, way you put it i think uh, was that you said that they have to do it very purposeful manner they shouldn't just think yeah. of this as a, a one way ticket to yeah. uh, get get what they want but rather it should be sort of a give and take uh, absolutely that's absolutely a, that's spot a very, on uh, spot that's on a, that's a good point uh, we made so um i i think we have sort of come to our end of the podcast uh, uh vignesh um uh, thank you so much for taking the time and uh, very patiently answering my questions and uh, um and do you have any final sort of uh, thoughts that you want to share with our uh, listeners here uh so uh, like i said uh, uh, do not really worry too much about anything uh, we are undergoing a transition and uh, the social dis- distancing and mm-hmm. covid is here to stay for some time mm-hmm. but uh, all is not lost uh, the, the most important thing is having a very very positive mindset uh, accepting to the realities of the situation and uh, i have a very learning mindset in in fact any of these uh, uh, companies which have been Uh, excelling so in fact think about it i would i would like to draw some uh, parallels um, see uh, even during pandemics uh, uh, the the last few months companies were being funded so what does it mean so the world is not stopped right so mm-hmm. companies have yeah. been funded so so i would say um, uh, i mean while on one side there is a lot of negativity try to see how you can draw uh, uh, you know positivity from people around you and um, i think uh, that's that's my uh, closing remarks there and uh, have a very very learning mindset and that's something which is very very essential in these days and times and try to see how you could keep applying it uh, in various modes of life 
and uh, mm-hmm. again uh, adding a few points on the other personal branding and networking i think these are some more points i thought i should kind of summarize on uh, on the area and uh, yeah and i, I really can't uh, miss out on technology which has become quite quint essential and uh, uh, more like you know part of life exactly so uh, th- thanks thanks a lot kartik for having me here uh, for your first uh, podcast i'm very very excited and uh, it's a it's a great honor and pleasure to be uh, here interacting with you and sharing my views uh, on the on the very interesting questions and the format you brought in here and i really wish uh, this uh, brings in a lot of value and perspective to the listeners uh, you have and wish you loads of luck uh thank you vignesh thank you so much for your kind words and uh, and 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 yeah i i i hope that you know listeners uh, um listen carefully to you all your uh, very interesting and very unique uh, points that you have laid out for people who have uh, or about to enter into the job market or already in the job market but i think overall i think what you clearly said is that you need to have three things in common like whether it doesn't matter whether you are about to enter or you just entered or already in the market which is uh, have the thirst for knowledge have that curiosity always have a sort of a very um, uh, be ready for change and don't view the change as something negative uh in yeah. in a negative uh, limelight and finally um build social connects which could not only uh, enrich your life but also make sure you enrich the lives of the people you connect with so i think Absolutely. those are three interesting interesting points that you have brought to this discussion and uh, uh thank you so much vignesh for uh, taking this time and uh, hopefully we will be able to meet again and we may be able to do another podcast and number of more podcast in the future i hope there is there is lot of scope here i feel <laughs> so um, yeah so thanks 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 a lot kati i'm really looking forward to it already yeah thank you vignesh thank you so much and with that we come to the end of another exciting and insightful podcast i like to thank mr vignesh for his time and if you want to reach out to him you can do so at vignesh.raja@gmail.com if you like this podcast please feel free to share it with your friends and family you can also follow this podcast via apple podcast and also through google stitcher spotify and wherever you get your podcast from i would like to thank anchor.fm for creating this beautiful platform to host not just my podcast but also an array of very interesting podcast about sports business humor science etc and if you are like me and you wish to create your own podcast it is quite simple just create an account with anchor.fm and start recording your podcast So until I meet you in the next episode this is Karthi signing off take care and stay safe